0: Hi everyone and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, the DC Comics podcast from the Melfaz Podcast Network. I'm Peter Bradley and joining me, as always, is Matt Scotthorpe. Hey hey, what's up? Not joining me, you might notice a certain lack of uh, ginger in this week's show, especially if you're on the video version, you're not being blinded by that ginger rage that comes off that hair. (laughs) uh connor is at star wars celebration this weekend so he has to miss this week's show which he was swearing a lot about because he doesn't get to talk about nightwing and solicits and a couple of other things that we're going to be talking about yeah uh he did leave me some notes so i will be connecting to the ginger speed force uh most dangerous
1: of all the speed forces
0: yeah he, he sent me his ginger lantern ring and uh, that will be talking to me throughout, giving me some of his thoughts as we go through the books. But yeah, this is a DC comic show, and uh, of course we are going to review all of this week's DC books that are part of the Rebirth line. Uh, so this week we've got Nightwing Rebirth issue one, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps Rebirth issue one, New Superman issue one, Wonder Woman issue two, The Flash issue two, Action Comics nine five nine, and Detective Comics nine three six. So that's all coming up a little bit later. Uh, and of course I always put in timestamps for the book reviews if you want to skip around and all that jazz Uh, but we actually do have a lot of news this week because not only did we get our usual pre-solicits announcements of new books we also got the solicits a week early because it seems that they leaked before they were meant to actually go out Uh, a couple of the creators were missing from things Mm -hmm. and Newsarama did say there was a couple of books missing so I don't know if that's new books that they know about that we don't yet and we'll actually have some exciting things to add on next week, but uh, for the most part they're there. Uh, the October solicits are out, so uh, we're going to talk about that. But before we get to the actual solicits, let's talk about the new books they announced, and they're all minis. So that's that's first thing. They've not announced any ongoings for October as of yet, but we have three new mini-series, uh, the first of which is called The Vigilante Southland. And this is written by Gary Phillips, art by Elena Casagrande, and the Vigilante is like an old character that they've uh, had. I think he, yeah, I think the old version popped up in JSA once or twice, uh, but he's a very old-timey character. This is a completely new version of this. He's usually set in New York. This one's going to be set in Los Angeles, hence the uh, Southland uh, mm-hmm. title. And this is uh, this is the official description here. Uh, the Vigilante Southland is the story of Donnie Fairchild, a failed NBA player who is just making ends meet as a maintenance man, when his girlfriend stumbles on a conspiracy to steal water rights through a series of shady land development deals. This sounds like a, the plot of an 80s action
1: movie, by the way. I want to point that out. Um, um, also, water rights were a big deal on uh, True Detective Season 2, right? Uh, yeah, you're right. Well,
0: <laughs> kind, kind of, yeah. It was like development <laughs> deals along the water line, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, man, I love I love that. That's Chinatown's legacy. As uh, is, is anything that's about the water rights in LA. So that's a very LA story. So that sounds. This sounds pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, it's very pulpy. So uh, yeah, so she's mysteriously murdered for digging where she's not meant Uh-oh. to. Uh, Once Donnie starts getting too close to the cause of their death, his house is blown up and he is left for dead. Again, 80s action movie plot. This is right out of one of these. Uh, Determined to bring the killers to justice, Donnie undergoes training from an urban legend known as the East Sider to become a mass vigilante. Uh, Well, that's a six-issue mini. Uh, I will say that there were some preview pages of art when this was announced and the Mm -hmm. art looked really nice. Yes. So... Well, that's cool. Uh, that's something a little bit different, and uh, it looks good. Uh, at least what we've seen of it so far. So I'm I'm down to try that. Uh, which we would be anyway, because we are always going to try issue ones on this show. But no, I'm I'm pumped to try it. Is what I'm saying. Yes. So uh, that's vigilante Southland. Uh, next up, this one is a, a weirder one: uh, Dead Man, Dark Mansion, or Forbidden Love. Which I'm also down for. It's worth mentioning there were some preview pages of this, uh, of the pencils, and it also looked very nice. Very gothic, as you'd imagine, with a name called Dark Mansion of Forbidden Love. This is a three-issue mini, but it's three issues of 48 pages released once every two months. Oh. Yeah, this is really... Cause, uh, I actually heard the price of this before I knew about the page count, because it's 5 mm-hmm. yeah. And then I heard forty-eight pages. I was like, okay, fair enough. And then I looked at the description again, and it said every other month. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Okay, so this is different. What,
1: so I'm curious. DC changing the way that comics are going. Like? Yeah, I'm
0: I'm curious about this because obviously you go to DC as a writer, right? Unless you mm-hmm. if it's their ID and they hire you. But this sounds like something that's more of a pitch than it is. Yeah, you go to DC and you pitch them a book and you say. Right, this. I mean, if you look at the page count, once you've got the three forty-eight pages, you're looking at what seven, eight regular issues of length. Mm-hmm. But he said, no, no, no. I don't want to do that. My story is better broken up into three. And this is how I want to release it. So props to them for letting them do it. If you know yeah. if it was him and the artist that have made that choice, but I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting that that's how he wants to split up his story. Uh, but yeah, this is. Uh, Oh, I kept saying he. I do apologise. <laughs> it's <was> written by <laughs> Sarah Vaughan. Uh, my apologies, I kept saying he. Uh, that's what you get for not looking at the, the creative team first. And uh, art by Lan Medina. So, uh, the art looks very good uh, from the preview pages, so I'll just give you a, a rundown of the, uh, the description here. The three-issue series tells the story of a young woman named Bernice, who has the ability to see ghosts. She's also caught in a love triangle with her boyfriend, her non Binary best friend, but her love conflicted heart may be the least of her problems as the mansion they occupy is haunted by a very angry revenant. Thankfully, another ghost soon arrives to offer his help, and it's none other than Boston Brand, the dead man. So,
1: this is so old school vertigo.
0: Yeah, I'll, like, I'll let you sound to
1: this. You know, like, so I still haven't read the Grant Morrison Arkham Asylum, but that's not a big book either, right? Like, that's like three, four issues.
0: It wasn't even issues, I don't think. I think it was just a...
1: Was it just a graphic? Because I remember... Because when I see it at the at the shop and I always contemplate buying it, it doesn't look like, you know, a big story.
0: No, it's... Because uh, even in the... Because typically what you'll see, you'll see the uh, the 15th or 20th anniversary versions or whatever now. Yeah. A lot of it's actually like extras at the back. The actual story is like, maybe 80 pages, 60 pages, something like that. Okay. Uh, yeah, so...
1: So when this gets put into a trade, it's gonna be, you know, a pretty nice size. Yeah,
0: like I said, it's about seven or eight-ish regular issues in terms of pages. I haven't actually you know, done what's... the math, but it's somewhere in that yeah
1: region. But no, that's that's pretty cool. So it's something to stand out. Yeah,
0: and I I I think it looks cool. I like the idea that it's a ghost story, and I do like Dead Man. Uh, like I'm not a huge fan, but whenever he's popped up. Like, you know, he was in was he in British Day, I think he was in bright Day, and he, you know, mm-hmm. he popped up in some other stuff, and I liked him in those things, so, no, nah. yeah. he's a different type of character, because he's not really a superhero, not that he's a bad guy, I just mean that he's not, like, yeah. you know, it's not typical superhero plots, he deals with ghosts, so it's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, hmm. see, I've I've mainly read him in Justice League Dark, where he kind of is doing the superhero thing. Hmm you know but like he's in brightest day it was more about him coming back to life and trying to be a human again after being a ghost for so long so
0: yeah that's, that's, really right,
1: that's right yeah, yeah. You
0: know. uh so that's dead man dark mansion and forbidden love also starting in october um next up we have hawkman and adam strange out of time so this is a team-up book about hawkman and adam strange uh mm-hmm. this is six issues uh more typical format it's written by Mark Andrejko and art mm-hmm. by Aaron Lopresti. Did, that, did I and is, is that how you spell yep, it? Yep, Andrejko. Fantastic. Uh, so, residing on Earth and out of the hero game, Adam Strange finds himself uh, trying to live a normal life until he's literally pulled back into adventure again. <laughs> as, he's seemingly normal, as a seemingly normal Zeta Beam, transmission returns him to the planet Ran. Where he hopes to be reunited with his beloved Alana, but instead he finds himself once he finds once the great city of Ranagar in ruins with millions dead, and the once peaceful Alana is now calling for blood, of Ran's oldest enemy Thanagar, home of Hawkman. So um, I'm not as interested mm. in this one as much as the other two. I think the other two yeah. sound cooler. This one, I think, if you really like Hawkman or Adam Strange, you're probably a lot more excited for this. Uh, I I don't mind either of them. But mm-hmm. uh, nothing about this one's screaming this coolness to me. Whereas the other two feel really unique. But yeah,
1: this this is shades of like the whole Rand Thanagar war from back around Infinite or Cry- Infinite Crisis.
0: Yeah, just before Infinite Crisis. Yeah,
1: and yeah, so I like that. And Lo Presti has that style from that era, so it feels as weird as to say it feels like a throwback to like ten years ago. Mm. To those type of comics. So. Oh, that's cool. I don't... Yeah, like like you're saying, I don't know if I'm going to rush out and grab this one. But, you know, I took a chance on that Poison Ivy mini that was out recently and that was pretty good. And that had a kind of weird concept to it. So who knows? Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, but, these two seem to go together pretty well. So There's like, actually a whole second
0: paragraph of the uh, synopsis here. Do you want it?
1: Sure, go ahead.
0: <laughs> uh, sensing something's amiss, strange unless the aid of Thanagarian policeman Catterhall, aka Hawkman, who is also trying anything possible to avert war. Together, the two try and uncover who is really behind the destruction of Ran, whilst at the same time preventing Ran and Thanagar from marching into interplanetary Armageddon. Also I want to point out how hard a word interplanetary is for me to say uh, in my (laughs) accent, so uh, I want props. Uh, but no, no, I mean it sounds like it could be cool. Uh, but they all to speak out to me a little bit more. Also, I want to briefly put. I don't have the description up, so I can't go into it too much. Detail. Did we talk about the Midnight or Apollo book when it was announced?
1: I don't think. so, I don't remember.
0: Because the reason why I'm why I'm doubting if we did or not is because when I was putting the news together for this, and I put these three minis in, I was like, "Oh, we need to talk about the Midnight one too." Thinking it was also mm-hmm. this week, but when I checked the date, it was like two weeks ago, and I'm like, "Wait, did we talk about that?" I can't remember.
1: Yeah, I don't remember talking about it. Well, it was a Where's new, Connor when you need him?
0: Yeah, There's a Midnighter and Apollo miniseries from Steve Alando who did the uh, Midnighter ongoing during New 52. I don't have the, the synopsis up, but that's also a six-issue mini starting in October. So yeah, uh, I never read Midnighter, but I know Connor really liked it, so uh, I'm sure he would be yeah. uh, jumping for joy about the news. So, that's that. Um, so, next up, let's talk about solicits for October. So, what a do, and I did this last month as well with the September ones. I will. Uh, I have neatly organised it into per week, and I'm just going to tell you what's going to come out in each week, and then we're going to go through some of the highlights of just things that stand out to us. I've got a few things written down that stood out to me, in the in the solicits. Um, so, on the week of October fifth, you'll be getting three of those minis are uh, coming out in the same goddamn day, which is weird, but. Uh, um, so that, of course, they are. So that's Hawkman and Adam Strange out of Time issue 1, Dead Man, Dark Mansion of Forbidden Love issue 1, Midnight and Apollo issue 1, uh, Batman issue 8, Nightwing issue 6. Those are, of course, continuing the uh, Night of the Monster Men crossover. And then, of course, you've got Aquaman issue 8, Cyborg issue 2, Green Arrow issue 8, Green Lanterns issue 8, Harley Quinn issue 5, Justice League issue 6, and Superman issue 8. Then on the 12th of October, you've got Detective Comics 942, which is finishing up the Night of the Monster Men crossover. You then have Action Comics 965, Batgirl and the Birds of Prey issue 3, Deathstroke issue 4, The Flash issue 8, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps issue 6, New Superman issue 4, Suicide Squad issue 4, Supergirl issue 2, Superwoman issue 3, Wonder Woman issue 8, and if you're still reading it for some reason, Red Hood and the Outlaws issue 3. I said outlaws, outlaws,
1: uh,
0: outlaws. I didn't mean that, but it like, it works. I'll take
1: yeah. it. Yeah, I saw that, and I was just like, uh, it looks like they don't even have the team together by the third issue."
0: Oh dear. Uh, I, I don't see us making it to the third issue, Matt. I wouldn't stress yourself uh, over it.
1: I don't see myself getting to the end of that first issue, but I'll try.
0: <laughs> well, it's coming up soon. Uh, I know. Then on the 19th of October we've got All-Star Batman Issue 3, Aquaman Issue 9, Batman Issue 9, Cyborg Issue 3, Green Arrow Issue 9, Green Lanterns Issue 9, Harley Quinn Issue 6, Justice League Issue 7, Nightwing Issue 7, Superman Issue 9, Trinity Issue 2, and Issue 2 of Raven, which is the miniseries that starts in September. Uh, And then on the final week of October, uh, the 26th, we have... The Vigilante Southland issue one, and we also have Wonder Woman seventy fifth anniversary special issue one, which is an anthology book uh, celebrating uh, Wonder Woman. Of course, it's got uh, it's, it's got stories by Ruck. It's also got uh, Azrael coming back to do one. uh listed in the names. Uh, I think there's still more to be confirmed, but obviously, obviously we're going to cover that because it's a special and it's a, right. a big deal. Uh, but that's that week. And then, of course, for the rest of that week, we have Action Comics 966, Batgirl Issue 4, Batman Beyond Issue 1, Blue Beetle Issue 2, Deathstroke Issue 5, Detective Comics 943, The Flash Issue 9, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps Issue 7, Hellblazer Issue 3, Suicide Squad Issue 5, Teen Titans Issue 1, Titans Issue 4, and Wonder Woman Issue 9. Oof, that was a lot to say, that last week. Uh... <laughs> Not to worry though, I'm sure we'll have dropped a few of those by then. <laughs> but Yeah. Uh right now I'm saying them all because well I'm gonna see them all anyway, just in case, you know, listeners and viewers are still reading them and they care. Mm-hmm. But uh at least for now, uh we potentially could be reading all of those. There's a few of them that I think we might not be, but Yeah, so that's uh the weeks. Uh I actually kinda wish they arranged the solicits by week. That's why I like doing that. I like setting it out and seeing what it actually will be week to week. Yeah, I wish uh, would too. Instead of, of alphabeticals. Yeah. So, um, yeah, standout things to just mention then about from, from the solicits. Uh, first up, a few of the books are starting New Yorks that month, um, which makes sense given where they all are numbered-wise. It's kind of weird that we're getting solicits for issues eight and nines of things mm. when we've only just started reading issue twos. But uh, that's nice. It's kind of the nice thing about these double shipping weeks is we get to look that far ahead in the story. But Batman starting in New York this uh, month and this was of note this stood out to me because uh, it involves Arkham Asylum it involves Batman assembling a team of villains to break into Arkham Asylum and it involves stealing something from Bane so Bane story hype yes I'm cool with that Uh, me too Superman's getting a new arc uh, which involves Dinosaur Island I'm sold (laughs) he takes John Kent on a field trip to Dinosaur Island
1: well and don't forget Crypto
0: and Crypto that's right Crypto's popping back
1: up I, I think we're getting a proper return of Crypto because in the new 52 he was like a wolf looking white dog you know so
0: yeah, uh, look like Crypto on the cover And the spaces yep. so cannot complain uh, another one I wanted to point out was the Flash issue 9 uh, which is the second issue no oh, wait no it's the first issue that I'm I think it's the Flash issue eight. I think I've written that down wrong Uh, gotcha. But it's uh, the fla- kid Flash of Two Worlds, and the front cover is that classic Flash cover where you know, you've know you got Barry on one side and Jay on the other side, and they're running towards a woman in the foreground, with a wall in between. Yep. them.
1: This
0: is mm-hmm. the same kind of cover, but it's Barry who's looked down on the floor in the foreground, and it's actually old Wally and new Wally running on either side yeah. coming towards them. And so that, that seems like it's going to be the first time that the two Wallies actually get to meet, as in this issue of the Flash, which is cool. I like that the Wallies are both... Still, kind of involved in the Flash, even though yep. obviously old Wally's off doing things in Titans and whatever else. Uh, I like that, and also it specifically says they will continue their case of what started in Rebirth issue one. So, uh, it seems like an important one. So I wanted yeah. to point that out. Uh, Green Arrow's got a new arc as well. Uh, it seems to involve him and Black Canary going to the island, which I'm not, I'm sure it'll be fine. Like I'm 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 not. Like not looking forward to it, but I have to admit when I read they like, going back to the island, I'm like, Can we just forget about this island now. Like, so many stories of this Green Arrow in the last few years have been about that goddamn island.
1: Yeah. They could just you know turn the donkey wheel at the bottom of the island and make it disappear. Then I would, I'd be real happy.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: that's a lost reference for those who don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Love Lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, no, nah, that, I mean, I, I'm sure it'll be fine, but it just, like, I was like, oh, the island again, sure. Uh, front cover's nice, though. Nice, nice romantic cover of them, above the island. Maybe, maybe it'll just be a romantic getaway, maybe there'll be no superheroics, it'll just be Ollie and Dinah going after like rabbits on the beach for, <laughs> for six issues.
1: I highly doubt that, <laughs>
0: here's to hoping. Uh, that, that'll come with a, uh, an X rate in that issue uh, alright uh, I'll point out the minis I mentioned Deadman's going to be 5 but it's 48 pages for three issues the other minis I think Vigilante's 2 matching all the other DC books but the other two are 3 dollars um, so their whole two ninety nine thing seems to apply to the DC Universe line and yeah. minis and things are exempt possibly from that uh, although I can't complain about Deadman being so Big. There's a car apparently outside. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? Like, obviously, that must be an alarm, but it sounds like a horn just going off constantly.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. I'll put an end to you guys.
0: The- I'm, will, we'll cut ahead when this noise stops. I won't make you sit through it. I was hoping it'd be done quickly. Oh, there it is. No, I mind. No, There it's <laughs> for, yeah,
1: <I> <laughs> for once, the sound's coming from your side and it's not coming from my dog, so... Yeah,
0: jeez. Uh, not much I can do about cars outside, I'm afraid, folks, but... Uh, yeah. Jeez, uh, yeah, okay, so back to... Where was I? Uh, uh, other standouts for me, just sort of glancing through it. Uh, Green Lanterns, uh, I think it's the first issue of the month. Yeah. It's going to be a Halloween issue where... Uh, Jessica and Baz take Baz's nephew trick-or-treating but they also happen to have a guardian who's like hiding yeah. on earth. This this sounds like a hoot. This makes me excited to get
1: post Red Lantern stuff. Yeah, it does like E.T. It does Which actually. It's alien really trick-or-treating.
0: And so. honestly the guardians are not that far removed from E.T. in terms of looks.
1: No. No. Dip so. E.T.
0: in blue paint and you're kind of mostly
1: there. Yeah, kind of. Um but no, yeah, definitely get gets away from the rainbow guard and and all that. And this is what I think DC's been missing the last four years was stuff like Halloween issues. Mm. You know, take advantage of the month. So yeah, definitely appreciated.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um and the last thing I wanted to point out is that Justice League six and seven, uh so the the arc for Justice League must end at issue five, presumably. And 6 and 7 aren't the start of the next arc, they're actually going to be a two-part story. Which is actually kind of cool that you get a two-part story in the same month. That you'll get both parts of it uh, that close together. Uh, And I made a point of not reading the issue 7 solicit because, you know, spoilers. and I don't like reading solicits past the first issue of an arc or whatever, but... uh, Issue 6 mentions that the focus of the issue, obviously something's going to go wrong because it's Justice League. But uh, Jessica asks out Barry on a date. And we commented their flirting or their chemistry in the uh, the first rebirth issue of Justice League. Yep. So, uh, that should be fun because I like Jessica and they did have good chemistry. Yeah. Even though Barry needs to ultimately be with Iris, but I don't mind uh, waiting a little well, while. Yeah,
1: well, that's the whole thing is we used to have Impulse, but that was proof of that. You know, Back to the Future style, but that's not around anymore. Hmm. True. You know? So they can play you a little fast and loose. I just. I also noticed that uh, no talk of Patty Spivitt you know, yeah. as of yet in this early stuff for Flash. So who knows?
0: Well, I think that's fine. I mean, Flash has got such a big, like, long history of supporting cast that they don't have to uh, bring all of them yeah. into the story, you know, in the first couple of arcs. So yeah. I think that's fine. Um, but no, that's uh, that's all I wanted to point out from the losses. I don't know if you had anything else you wanted
1: to throw in as well. No, that was all about it. I mean, we talked oh, about Superman and Dinosaur Island. Well, that was my main takeaway.
0: Actually, yeah, I forgot to mention Action Comics. Action Comics um, starting a new arc, and it seems to start with Lois Lane, and that's like you know pre fifty two original Lois Lane that's married to Clark. Uh, yeah. Going back to the Daily Planet. So I'm not sure how that'll work, but I suppose by this point, new fifty two Lois Lane is away being Superwoman, so. Maybe she'll be like, oh, I'm uh, her older sister. Or something.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the more we know about Superwoman, the I mean, the faster we learn about that, it'll, you know, because you have the, the other Clark running around, and you have another Lois, and so far those are the two anomalies of Rebirth. So, that we, at least that we know about. Yeah, shenanigans.
0: Yeah. Shenanigans will be happening, I'm sure. But, uh, no, that's the uh, solicits for October. A lot of interesting stuff. Um, one of the last thing I would say is that uh, still no Super Sons.
1: Yeah. Where is it? I want Super Sons DC. Give it to me. Mm-hmm. No, still no talk of JLA.
0: Yeah. At least with that one, they, literally all they showed of that at the WonderCon event was a logo. So right. with that one that feels like, all right, that will come when they want the big event things to start. Uh, but with Super Sons, they showed this art. Like I'm like, surely you must have. Well, see, they, they
1: had, they had the artist named right.
0: They just didn't have the writer. I wonder if they just have to wait. Maybe it has to wait until, it, like, say, the second arc or Superman finishes or something before they can. Yeah. Start it. That's the only thing I can, I can think of is that they have to get to a certain point in John's story before yeah. they can start uh, messing with it. But no. Um, all right. So one last thing before we get to books, I, I told you there was a lot of news this week. We actually also had the June charts come out um, with the estimated numbers of comic sales. Now. I might have went into a bit more analysis with this had we not had so much other news this week. But since we had all that, I will get. I will just quickly summarise this. Um, in the top 20, 15 of them were DC books. So, clearly Rebirth is a pain off for them. Um, the other five were Marvel. Uh, interesting to me is that the five that were Marvel were either Civil War II
1: or Star Wars books. Yeah. That's... And I know there's going to be a boom because it's, Rebirth is still new, you know, so I'm not ready to start, you know, waving my flag proudly as a DC fan, but it is a really good sign that it took Star Wars in an event, you know, as the other books.
0: It's also worth noting that even like after that top 20, like the next, like two of the next Marvel books are Darth Vader, so they're still Star Wars and the mm-hmm. highest marvel book that's not civil war or star wars is deadpool um and i i think i don't know it says something to me that like where where's the heavy hitters like surely spider-man and x-men and stuff should be like high and it feels like those kind of things are dwindling and i don't know but we're not here to analyze mm-hmm. marvel but I, I just thought that was interesting that that's, no, no. that's what Marvel had in the top twenty, but uh, things to note of DC. Uh, obviously, the highest selling thing was Batman issue one for them, uh, which outsold the Rebirth issue by a good eighty thousand copies. So that's that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting that a, a few of them did go up on their second books. Uh, you know, from Rebirth to issue one, Action Comics to the second Action Comics issue went up like by like fifty issues. It was weird. Well, it's good by me. I mean, yeah, it's good, but it's a little bit strange. Yeah. You you would think they would be this similar. Uh, Detectives quite similar. They had a good hold, which is nice. Um, the lowest DC book out of the Rebirth stuff uh, was Aquaman Rebirth um, at number 35 with 68,000-plus copies, although for Aquaman, I'm sure that's probably quite a solid That's really take. good, yeah. yeah. So, no, nah, that's, that's pretty good. And... Uh, no, so that's I don't I don't want to go into listing things. I don't think much mm-hmm. uh, point in it. I will just say that Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash were the highest ones there. Uh, so yeah, yeah uh, obviously, also non-rebirth-wise, Dark Knight Three, Master Race, and Dark Knight Returns: The Last Crusade were also quite high. They were both in the top ten. Uh,
1: oh, people stop supporting. <laughs> <laughs> and I get that's it's more than it's, you know, um, Miller, but come on. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised <laughs> it's that high as well. I don't really see anyone talking about it. I, and that's my whole thing. I think people are just buying it to have it because you never know what's going to happen hmm. when Frank Miller's name's attached to something. So.
0: Well. With all that out of the way, folks, um, and we're, my God, we're a good 20 minutes into this, and we're finally getting to books. Uh, na- next week, we should be back to almost no news, although we may get a few extra things from the final solicits once they're officially released, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: no, so that's, uh, let's talk about books. Let's let's get into these things. So first up, Nightwing Rebirth, Issue 1, by Tim Seeley and Yannick Paquette.
1: Mm-hmm
0: and that's a big deal because we, we're all Nightwing fans, I was really looking forward to this, so it was good.
1: I thought it was fantastic, so, okay. you know, beyond good. Yeah. Well
0: no, I, I yeah, it, it was great, I, I think I don't love it as much as you and Connor, but I think the reasons why I don't love it as much as you and Connor are actually pretty mm-hmm. obvious, because everything yeah. else I loved. I loved Dick and Damien uh, together mm-hmm. and talk, uh, you know, tying out and talking about video games and whatever else. Um, Dick's voice is perfect. I like the yep. tease of the new villain. This new head of the it's not Court of Owls anymore. What is it? The
1: no, they're still the court. They're just they've
0: evolved. No, but they've got a new name. There's something of Owls. Do they? Yeah.
1: Oh man, I didn't even pick up on that after. To...
0: Yeah, they mentioned like a new name. It's like the the i don't know yeah I, I just
1: remember. i just remember them saying they're gonna they're they dropped the masks and they were gonna be like open a little more but still in the shadows well no, it's, it's kind of contradictory
0: well they switched to black masks yeah yeah
1: so
0: um but now i've got like a new it's i don't think it's new to this issue I, th- I think it was brought up during the uh robin war stuff but it's the something of owls but it's not court anymore yeah. but uh now no, the teaser the new villain for that was pretty cool uh, mm-hmm. Seems like a good menace, and I liked all that stuff. Also, the tease of a uh, Helena going off to be huntress and uh, back around the butcher's prey. cool little cool little yes. perch, uh, Given that she's been around and Grayson, but the I think the only thing holding it slightly back for me, and again, it's not much, but I because like, the the book's got me really excited for Nightwing proper is just because I stopped reading Grayson at one point. So a lot of the book is kind of dedicated to wrapping up plot threads from Grayson. Yeah. So for me, those parts of it were like, okay, I get why they're here, but it's it's not, you know, setting my world on fire.
1: Yeah, see, and I I like that because it showed a continuity. Because I feel like it with Grayson, when Grayson first started, it was such a different jump from Nightwing, where Mm -hmm. he was at, you know, because he had died in Final Crisis... And then, because uh, the secret identity had gotten leaked.
0: and whatnot, I, like, I thought you mean Forever Forever Evil. Not. That,
1: that's what I meant, Forever Evil. <laughs> I'm sorry. And, uh, but yeah, so, you know, it was fine picking up those threads. It kind of cleaned up. Grayson, because the last couple issues, uh, Sealy and King didn't do. Mm-hmm. They, they pass it off to some other writers. So it was nice to see them, you know, at least Sealy, Put the end cap on it.
0: probably because they were prepping all the first issues for this.
1: Yep, for Batman and Nightwing. I mean, they split up the team. And I was a little worried that it was, you know, that there wasn't going to have the same voice and vibe that Grayson had because, you know, one or the other. But, no, Celia didn't miss a a beat. And Paquette's art was fantastic. Like...
0: Yeah, I... Yeah, no, nah, all, all that stuff was great, and I, I don't necessarily think they should have, like, I, I'm not criticizing it and saying they should have taken out these, like, tying up loose ends or know. whatever, it's just that yeah. it just wasn't going to mean as much to me, you
1: right. know, so. If you weren't digging Grayson, like me and Connor were, then I can't see that, you know, because you kind of just want to see him show up in the Blues as Nightwing,
0: yeah, you right. know. For me, I'm just not into spy stuff all that much, so Grayson kind of lost yeah. track of me, just Along the way, yeah. it was, it was, it was. I think I said it was convergence that I think I just dropped. Like I just never been back after convergence. Yeah. <laughs> Gave it two months off.
1: No. But no, yeah, like you said, the Dick and Damien stuff in the uh, arcade where he's playing Cheddar Viking. Yeah. Which that cracked me up because that is such. Like I'm surprised that game doesn't exist from, the arcade era, with all the weird games that they had, and it just shows that you know Sealy has that sense of humor that. You kind of want in a Dick Grayson book.
0: Yeah, no, he's got he's got to have a bit of wit to him because he is not Batman. He, that, that's what yeah. Dick is. Even when he was Batman, he would smile. He would, you know.
1: Yeah, he was. That's how I remember when uh, Winnick was writing. It was right after uh, Bruce had died, and uh, Two Face had automatically put together this was a different Batman because he was smiling. Mm. You know, he knows his old foe, His old old foe well, uh, but yeah, you. You want that in a Nightwing book, and then it even starts with how Nightwing's name came from Superman, which is just showing that Grayson's the bridge of the DCU.
0: Yeah, I actually, I really like that because that's like one of the things that, like, I know just from whatever, and <laughs> uh, it's one one of the little facts I like to drop on people who like the idea yeah. of Nightwing but don't really know their history as much. Uh, so yeah. I like to just throw that in there and like set that up for everyone, uh, yeah. because yeah, decoration, Dick, Dick Wally West, or the heart and soul. Mm-hmm. Of DC so I like that they're both getting their, their dividends in that sense and by the way the yeah. uh, new name for the Owls is uh, the Parliament of Owls
1: yeah because so. I just skimmed right over that because Parliament Court it's like okay you know but no it's cool and, and the whole Lincoln March I thought was just funny mm. that we, we really haven't seen him since the end of Snyder's Owl stuff Unless he showed up in like Eternal, which I didn't read, but even then it's been a while, and the Talons just take him out right then and there. It's almost like a kind of meta comment on on Batman of old. Maybe know, we're uh, gonna do away with with Snyder stuff a little bit, and we're gonna take some pieces and go forward. I, I think it's just
0: wiping the slate clean a little bit and just yeah getting rid of some of the keeping the owls because they're a really cool idea. But, like, yeah. not having specifics, like, oh, you have to remember this character from this previous one. Yeah. It's just, there's well, this new bad guy, he's the leader of the court owls now, or the parliament owls now,
1: yeah. and just go from there. Um, well, and he's a Talon, so just taking him out with the eye doesn't necessarily take him out, you know? They just freeze him until they want to use him again, right? They could do. They could yeah. do. So, but very smart. They definitely... Uh, it's definitely one of the higher points
0: of the week for, um, for DC Comics. So. Yeah, for for me, it's like yeah, I had like it didn't hit with me because of some of the the recapping or not recapping, mm-hmm. but the, the tying up stuff. But everything else that I loved has me excited for the the main series. So I yeah. I, I can't complain. It's
1: no,
0: you know, it's uh, Dick's getting some love. Not, you always yes, gotta yes. love some Dick. <laughs> Uh, so that's Nightwing Rebirth issue one, and that'll take us on to Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps Rebirth issue one, uh, by Robert Venditti and Ethan Van Sciver on the art. Mm-hmm. This I went into this with a fairly bad attitude. I was expecting to hate it and be like, think this was a shorty read. Based purely on the fact that I tried the first two of Venditti's Green Lantern stuff back when he first took over after
1: John's. Oh, you only read two?
0: Yeah, I only read two, yeah. I gave up. Oh, I read that
1: thing for like a year. Again, this goes back to me talking about how I read bad stuff for a while because I guess I hate myself. But, oh yeah, you gave up after two. Oh, actually,
0: hold on. on. I'm moving on too quickly. I'm 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 feeling Ginger Speed Force is is communicating, Uh-oh. yes, yes, it's upset that I didn't mention his Nightwing thoughts before we moved uh, on, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, Connor was just saying that he, he loved Nightwing, and he liked that it wrapped up all the grace and stuff, all the voices were great, and Dick and Damien uh, together were especially good, uh, yeah. so he had nothing new to add, really, is no. what, what, what we're saying,
1: uh, but, all the ground that we covered,
0: yeah, but yeah, uh, back to, back to uh,
1: Hal Jordan here, but Hal Jordan, yeah, um, I went on this negatively, too, because I'm not a fan of Eddie I'm sure he's a nice guy. I don't have the... What's the word I'm looking for? The Venom for him, like I do. He who must not be named. I oh, no, uh, He's not...
0: He, he's not like him. I
1: just... You know, he's, he's not like,
0: yeah. oh, this is like, terrible and everything. Like, it's not like that. It's just...
1: No. Really? Can I, I just don't like his takes on some of my favorite heroes. And... Coming off of John's run, I'm still really high on Green Lantern. And John's had got me to actually love Hal Jordan as a character. Um, And then Flash was another character that's one of my favorites. And Venditti took Flash and Green Lantern and to me made him unreadable because I felt like he was... It's kind of like when you hear a band do a cover of your favorite song and you're just kind of like, well, that's that's not wrong, but it's not right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like there's a different texture to it that's hard to explain.
0: Um, yeah, it, it made me drop both of those books as well. So, yeah. we, we went into this with a really kind of, we we're expecting this not to be good. And it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be.
1: <laughs> no, but it also doesn't get me excited for the ongoing series. That's fair. I... I, <laughs> I, 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 I
0: it doesn't get me excited per se, but I am willing to t- read the issue one. And I, I think because it's stripped back to just Hal and Sinestro, I think it. Yeah, but, a bit, a man, bit, I'm
1: kind of tired of Hal and Sinestro.
0: Well, I get that, but that's always what this book's going to be. Like,
1: <sighs> Yeah, I just. I'm so. In the last. Since, since I've been reading Green Lantern for 10 years, whenever it got relaunched after Rebirth, right? 04, 05. Yeah,
0: just over 10 years now.
1: Like, I get their eternal struggle, you know, is they're there two sides of the same coin, you know. But at the same time, I, when Sinestro got his own book, I thought that was real good because it would give them time apart. And, like, I don't get here, and I don't know if that's part of the mystery, why Sinestro looks so aged. Uh,
0: I would... Yeah, I imagine that that may have something to do with whatever was happening, you know, just before. In his own book,
1: yeah. And so, and then this was just basically a recap of Venditti's run To now. You know, because he touches on all the different Lantern stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, he goes through everything. He sort of establishes where everything in the Green Lantern world is right now. and yeah. The main part is, like, Hal like forging his new ring, which is a good scene. Like, I like that scene. Um, yeah, yeah. So, some nice moments in there um yeah i mean don't get me wrong i i i do think this is the weakest rebirth book i've read so far yes um, yeah. but it also wasn't the chore to get through that i thought it was going to be because back when i read his like first issues of green Lantern, like i i yeah. felt like each page like i was like oh my god like is this not near the end yet whereas with this i got through, it was easy enough to read it it breezed through it um, Hal's voice used yeah. to be right which I don't think it necessarily was when he started writing Green Lantern yeah like
1: like I understand like 70s Hal Jordan was like the man in the space cop in the hard traveling heroes but this Hal that's been brought back since he was the Spectre is kind of like he's not the man but he like you put him in the position of leadership and he reluctantly takes it you know yeah so, and and I like that Venditti's doing that with him. And when he got to the Oath part, I kind of did get like a fist pump moment.
0: Yeah. Because that, that was a cool scene. Yeah, the Oath is always... The Oath and the... Uh, you have the ability to overcome great fear. Welcome to the Green Lantern Corps. That, that, yeah. Those moments are always fun in Green Lantern. They always have been. Yeah. Uh, obviously, this must be set before Green Lanterns because yeah. Baz seems to be included in the, the Lantern Corps that's missing right now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. obviously, and obviously Hal showed up in Green Lantern's
1: Rebirth as well. Yeah. And, and basically, you know, tied them together and said, or handcuffed them and said, do you guys gonna have a part when you learn to work together? So, you know, you seem to have, have that under control, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't quite a chore to get through, but I also, at the end point, I was like, well, you know, the best Green Lantern thing I've read in the last couple of years was Tom, I think it was Tom King's, the tie in, to Dark Side War, um, where he was the god of light. So I was hoping for something more along that lines. And here we go. The, the, still the the yellow versus the green. Although they did tease the blue and Gath it and Sade, and I forgot about them mm. being the guardians of the blue. So.
0: Yeah. You know. um, I'm wanting to read issue one. Because well, most of the issue ones have been better than the rebirth issues. Yeah. So I think it's worth checking out the issue one. Admittedly, like, if it doesn't get much better, like, this is the sort of thing where when we get to, like, you know, 10, 12 books a week, where this is probably one of the, going to be the first ones on the old uh, chopping block. Yep. But we'll see. Uh, also, uh, it is worth mentioning the art is very good because it's Van Skyver and he's always been yeah very dependable.
1: His, yeah, I love his Hal Jordan, the way that he plays with the shadows and whatnot, with the green, and it's just, he's... Fantastic. In fact, this wall right here has a Van Skyver rebirth poster. So, you know, it's the one non, really non Superman thing on that wall. So, yeah. Uh, so that's
0: uh, Hal Jordan, the Green Latin Core, Rebirth, Issue 1. That is a long ass title to add the Rebirth. Yes. Right then. Uh, that takes on to the third new book this week. And but wait, was,
1: oh. I just oh. got a thing from the. The gender force. Quite right, quite right.
0: Jeez, yeah. Jeez. Uh, okay, I'm sensing it. Connor, uh, what is he thinking here? He's saying, oh, it wasn't that bad. He's got that capitalised. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> but it doesn't... And I think he's made a typo or his phone's something. Like he, or maybe he just can't spell. I mean, knowing Connor, that's probably a, a fair trick. He
1: is a music student,
0: not an uh, uh, English, so... Because this is what it says. I'm going to read it word for word. And you can tell me what you think this is. Right, it wasn't that bad, but it doesn't far too much time reminding me of. <laughs> but it doesn't far too much time reminding me of all the utter bollocks Vindetta put Hal through in the last few years, and I didn't enjoy it because of that. Even though Hal was quite decent in this individually,
1: so. Uh... <laughs> Maybe he was saying it. It didn't. I. I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, I really think sure. he was
0: saying it spent too much time remaining. Yeah. As well, his run. Uh, so it yeah. sounds like he's on a similar wavelength to us. Maybe the harshest of the three, though, from the way he's phrased that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's that's where the ginger ones uh, coming in. So moving on to the third new book this week, that was New Superman issue one by Gene Ling Yang and uh, Victor Bogdanovich, and uh, yeah. So this. Of course, was a complete fresh slate. We, had, we that's just a complete new thing, new property, new characters.
1: Yeah. So, was this a rebirth issue or just a number one? Just number one. Okay. Because I mean, Cause my, that's, that's, whoa, yeah, whoa. I didn't know if we were getting a rebirth for it or not, nah. and the, 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 what am I looking for? On the cover, the rebirth banner mm. was real close, so it kind of looked like maybe it was. So. Nah, see...
0: So I mean, it makes sense. I mean, what's it a rebirth of? Because it's a new thing, so... That's you know, true. So, I, I get why this one doesn't have a rebirth issue. Um, so, this is a new thing. It follows this new character um, in Ch- Shanghai named Keenan Kong.
1: Yeah.
0: Who is a bit of a dick. Uh, likes to bully the Understatement. It calls the kid Fatboy. Call, calls the kid doesn't Fatboy. Doesn't even call by his proper name. St- steals his lunch. And, yeah. uh... All that. And all of this is technically in Mandarin. There's a nice little note actually a few pages yeah. in that tells us that if it's in blue it's in English. So things like names that would still be said in English still shot like that, mm-hmm. but everything else is actually in Mandarin. So that's a cool little touch. It's nice to essentially be reading a, a foreign uh setting, which is cool. Yeah. Um so I right, we set up that he is this dick uh, who treats this kid really badly. And this villain from like China shows up, who shows yeah. up to attack like kids of rich families or something to yeah, that effect. It's his MO. Yeah, and he he tries to attack the fat kid, and uh, Kieran sort of inadvertently by throwing a can at his head, <laughs> like kind of saves yeah. the day, and people see it and think he's a bit of a hero. And by the way, did you notice the Back to the Future reference here?
1: I I read it so quickly, no.
0: Right. So well, what was it? So he throws the can, the villain goes away, and there's people up at the the window watching, and his Lois Lane, because she's got the initials LL, I've not got her name yet, she's in Mm -hmm. the next couple of pages, but she's in the window at the nearby restaurant or whatever, and someone Uh else in the scene says, who is that kid? And then she says, I don't know, but I'm going to find out.
1: Okay.
0: If you don't remember that from Back to the Future, that says something that Lorraine McFly says when someone else asks her that question after the skateboarding scene. So that was a nice little... Nice little wink-wink, nudge-nudge uh, yeah. to Back to the Future, which is cool. Uh, so, I appreciate that. Uh, so, yeah, her name is Lainey Lan. So, I like that our, his love interest is, uh got the L initials. Well, nice touch.
1: Yeah, so, she's a full reporter, right? So, you ever mm. think she's in her 20s?
0: Yeah, and she's like And it. he's a
1: 16, 17-year-old kid. And he's constantly like, yeah, she's my type. <laughs> you know? And I just, like, Yang's voice for this kid... He is such a, like, I know, I've met people like this. Hmm. You know, so I, you know, I appreciate that as a writer. His, I wasn't a big fan of, of Yang Superman. It had some fun moments. I feel, though, like, this book, he can make its own thing. Yeah. Because he's he, not he's it, not weighed down by Superman.
0: Yeah, it doesn't have, like, it can be its completely own original thing. So I don't, like, whereas when I was reading Superman, I'm like, this doesn't really feel like Superman. Whereas this, I'm like, yeah. this is its own thing. This is this character that he's created. Yeah. And, uh, no, and what I love as well is when he's, uh, not only is he's like, she's my type. It it also is, he's a caption here. He's narration. Mm -hmm. He basically lists a lot of things that he doesn't like about her. Yeah. Well, he's saying she's, his type. He's like, Oh, it's a shame about the glasses and the baseball cap, but
1: yeah. Yeah, So again, he basically is a less, um, a salty Biff Tannen, you know, (laughs) Uh, a little bit. So, you know, like uh, even trying to give compliments, he puts people down. Yeah, know, to, yeah. As as he's narrating to us. So, uh, and I like the whole dynamic with him and his dad, because uh, keeping the blue collar stuff with Superman, you know, his dad's a mechanic and it's like, you can't be, you got to stop bullying that kid because his dad's the CEO of a plane company. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. It's worth mentioning that the the backstory here is that his mom died in a plane crash. That was uh, yeah. the company that this kid's dad owned, and that's maybe why he targets him specifically.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: so now, it says up his prom It sets up his dad. Sets up the love interest. If she even has a love interest per se, I mean, I assume she will. Be. Yeah,
1: but but yeah. I mean, I just, I think that it's funny that he <laughs> he thought like she was gonna ask him on a date after hearing he was a hero. You know, to save
0: the kid. So. No, it's funny. It's got a nice charm to it, uh, which yeah. I really like. And, of course, this secret government agency in China, like, finds him and is like, he's the one. And comes in like, nabs him. And he's like, by the way, have you ever seen this guy on news? Uh, this uh, Superman fella from America? Have you seen him? Yeah, so mm-hmm. we're, we can make someone into him. We're not going to explain how we can do that yet. Uh, that may get brought up in later issues. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we're going to we're going to throw you into this chamber, <laughs> and uh, we're going to give you powers. You cool with that? And he's like, "Yeah, I'm cool with that.
1: <laughs> yeah, why not? This is of everything."
0: Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's basically the story of the, the issue. Of course, all in the cliffhanger. Uh, it, it, it goes through the chamber. He gets his powers, and that's when Chinese Batman and Wonder Woman uh come battling in and oh, i love it yeah chinese wonder moon by the way uh, someone pointed this out to me on twitter she looks a little mm-hmm. bit like chun lee from street fighter
1: yeah with a get up they like, can't they can't be a mistake if he's dropping back to the future yeah nuanced stuff they can't you know i just i love when when you get versions of american heroes in other countries but they're not like their version so it's not like the knight and squire has batman and robin it's full on Chinese Batman. Like, same type of costume, just different colors. It's like a knockoff version. Yeah, so... which almost
0: in and of itself is kind of a weird joke because China's known for being quite bad with uh, knockoff yeah. versions of things and like lots of piracy and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. I also, I, I do wonder at what point like Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman start getting their lawyers on the phone about copyright infringement. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Especially uh, well, it looks like they're uh, they're they're not going as hard with the, the Superman S. Yeah, because he's got uh, like a
0: different shape, so they can't his. really complain. But Batman and yeah. Wonder Woman have pretty blatantly <laughs> got the
1: logos. In, so in wrestling, that's called gimmick infringement. And that'll get you. That'll get you kicked out the locker room. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, so Batman's got a full-on blue vibe. Wonder Woman's green, and obviously New Superman here is <laughs> red. So they've got the RGB thing going, which is cool. Uh, but I I like this.
1: Yeah, it was fun. I had, I had some issues with the art just because it's not my thing. Like it wasn't bad, but it's very cartoony. I, I quite but like the parts. I I think
0: Uh-oh. I think it gives it its own uh, unique feel. But and I think it suits the uh, his like dicky like comedy kind of thing that he's got going.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So that was just for
1: me. Some of the facial expressions like on his dad. Looked weird, and you know, but yeah, it's nothing, it's nothing worth like, oh, I'm not gonna read this again because the art. I also you know, seen someone else
0: get... on Twitter pointed out to me that before he becomes new Superman, uh, keenan's walking around in a blue shirt and a, a red, yeah. like, overshirt
1: and called it the Smallville, yep. uh, dress scheme. Yep, I thought that too. I go, hey, looks like Clark Kent from Smallville, you know, like, so I thought that was cool. But you could tell that Yang really does like the character of Superman, hmm. just because all the subtle stuff he's putting in here. You know, the reporter with double L's, the blue-collar dad.
0: But even, you know, even i sure he'll even Kenan Kong with the K's, like
1: yeah, the 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 was the alliteration.
0: Yeah,
1: with that. I mean, I remember when they announced that his name was Kenji Kong, or yeah. something along well, those
0: lines. I, I wish they kept Kenji Kong because I think that's a killer name. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah.
1: whatever. But they they changed it, so that's cool. But just you know, so I wonder what his version of Lex Luthor is gonna be. Uh, that'll be interesting. Yeah. So like, and I definitely like that. There's definitely room now for a book like this. So, and I'm I definitely am gonna keep reading.
0: Yeah, it's a so unique kind of original idea, which most of Rebirth is about. You know, looking back to the the the, yep. the good past and like getting all rid of like a lot of the crap they introduced in year 52 but this is like a completely new thing and it's nice to mm-hmm. see it actually be good uh so this is a monthly book so we'll get issue two for another month but that's i assume that's because they want to keep the same artist on and keep it having that same unique
1: feel yeah uh, and whether this... that's good i don't need every book to be double shipping oh no me neither twice twice a monthly so it's nice to have a little break like that because admittedly the whole action superman once a week gets a little you know for me to try to keep up, same with Batman Detective, you know, um, and keeping all the storylines straight sometimes yeah, when you're reading so many comics, so...
0: There is one or two that are single that I wish were double, but not too many of them. I think the singles at least uh, pepper out the week to make them feel a little bit different from week to week, you know, because yeah. otherwise it would feel like the same batch of week, books every two weeks, whereas mm-hmm. we get these, these singles starting or starting to pepper throughout and it makes it feel a little bit more, like, yeah. you know... Uh, but yeah so that's a uh, new superman and oh, oh yeah, i'm feeling something yeah the ginger uh, speed <laughs> forces we
1: need a sound effect next time if he's not here
0: uh, i can put one in. i'll put one in the edit i'll, I'll use the lightning oh. bolt from 121 like there you go <laughs> um but aye, so new superman from connor's perspective here new sups it's interesting but i'm not completely sold so he sounds a little bit more skeptical than we are we seem to like it more than him on him so he's, he's the negative Nancy in this, this, this batch. Uh, I like the idea of him being a bit of a dick, but not completely. And the idea of a government program giving him the powers is definitely interesting. Willing to bet they're behind the conspiracy his dad's on about. Yeah, we didn't actually mention that. His dad uh, mentions oh, yeah. he, he's a bit of a conspiracy. He's paranoid and thinks the government are up to things. Uh, well, yeah, and especially
1: in China. Like he, oh, he says ah. that he's about democracy. Uh-oh. Mike. There's
0: we have technical difficulties, folks. We'll be back in just one second. All right. Yeah, it was old, I was Ultron and a Brainiac there, so. Actually, that was the new thing you were sort of going. <strings> oh. <média> wow. location, I uh, do do
1: do 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 echolocation. You see, learned a new meat and power there. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I thought that his dad going on about democracy being in China, which is such a weird country because they claim to be, like, communist. But they have Walmart, so like, how's that work?
0: Uh, everything's the same price, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I just, it, to me, something that's so capitalistic, like Walmart, should be completely antithetical I, to I, China.
0: I feel like the big companies, like, just adjust how they work things so they can get in China, because there's so many fucking people in there that they want to. Yeah. They want to sell, well, yeah, names of there. Course. They, they, they want their stores to be in there and so on. So
1: yeah, It's a massive market that's virtually untapped for the most part, you know?
0: What is it like? It's like a sixth or, a, or whatever of the world's populations in that one country. Yeah, so, yeah. of course they want to be in there.
1: But yeah, so I just I like that and, again, Lang showing his heritage
0: through also, that. I mean, we didn't actually mention it, but just from a diversity point of view, it is actually really nice to be reading a book that's nothing yeah. but non-white people. Right? It's kind of nice. Yeah. So.
1: No. You see, unlike other people on the internet, we're not going on and on and making it a darling just because. Oh, no. You no know? If
0: this was bad, I'd stop reading it, but it's yeah, good. Yeah,
1: exactly. But it's nice so, that it
0: happens to be like something that is just a completely different yeah. uh, group yeah. of people. Well,
1: and with this type of story, you could set it almost anywhere. Like, this could have been, you know, Superman of pick, pick any non-white yeah, yeah. majority country.
0: Obviously with a name like Jean Ling Yang, uh he's picked yeah. China because it's something that he can speak about and knows more about and he can right. put in like something that's more culturally relevant to that place. But uh yeah, it could have been if had this been like a German writer, he could have said it in Germany. You know, had it been yeah. a uh Indian writer, he could have said it in India. You know, yeah, I mean.
1: that's that's probably a better one. Like if this was you know, Superman of India, it could still have the same vibe and it would mm. still work. So
0: so, that's New Superman. That'll take us on. We can get into the uh, the returning books for the week. Uh, we'll start with Wonder Woman issue two with Greg Rucker and Nicholas Scott. This is the first part of the year one arc because uh, Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. of course, is alternating between two stories, a present-day story and a year one story. Uh, both by Rucker, different artists. And this was good. Yeah. Uh, really strong. I didn't like it as much as issue one. And... It's not that Ethan's bad. It's just that it's kind of all oh, right. Well, I've seen versions of this before, and because it's just the first issue, and it you know it, it ends with you know Steve landing on the It's mm-hmm. good storytelling, but
1: nothing new or really you know exciting. See, I like the subtle stuff that Rucka brought to the origin. That's a, like a little bit new, but also melding all the different versions. Mm. of it and i love the it kept cutting back and forth between uh diana and steve
0: oh yeah no don't get me wrong the storytelling yeah. here is great and the way it clutched between them is really good because yeah. it sets them both up equally as it goes throughout yeah and by the time steve lands on the planet you feel really bad for him because it interests you to his friend that he's the godfather of his son and it, like you know the storytelling yeah. is great. Like, don't get me wrong; this is a g- good book, and I'm rolling forward to the rest of this year one. Yeah, it's just not as I guess, exciting, I guess. as you know yeah, issue one it, it, or whatever's it, going to come next?
1: Yeah, I like this more than the last issue one because, for all intents and purposes, it's a different series mm. with the way that Rucka's going about it with a different artist, and so I just I like the again the subtle the subtleties he brought to her origin and how she questions everything. And just to kind of see the, compared to the one we saw last time, you know, going to Cheetah for help, it's Um, the same character. I think I I liked
0: the other story more, mostly just because there's more sense of mystery, like, who's she looking for? Who is it? Oh, shit, it's Cheetah. Like, Like, you know, like, oh, what's going to happen next time? Like, whereas with this one, because it is a year one, and because I, I know the basic, you know, structure of the story i know the, the mm-hmm. bullet points are going to be going throughout um and but it's good no it's great uh we mentioned the flipping between the uh, the two stories with uh diana and Stephen. i want to talk about uh on the double page spread that it's flipping between them quite consistently it's yeah. after the whole shooting scene where one of them shooting an arrow the other one shooting uh, the gun yeah. and all that it's uh there's a panel of Diana naked coming out of a pool uh-huh. and some of the other Amazonians say some stuff. And I want to, I want to just mention this because it—it it is it, something that probably was always a thing, but they never really were allowed to write it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but
0: the other Amazonians mentioned that Diana's uh, been sleeping with different other Amazonians on the, yeah. on the Island, which, uh, I don't think that, I I I honestly I've not read that much Wonder Woman, but I I don't recall
1: it ever being uh, like I think they it. they hinted at it, they hinted at it, but not didn't come out and say it. I mean the whole Grant Morrison's Earth One Wonder Woman, mm. that's a whole major aspect of it. You know because she has a full on relationship with another you know girl that she's grown up with, and they're kind of partnered up for life in that yeah. book. Um and that's the cause that's the culture of the mascara. There's no men.
0: Well yeah, it makes sense. If there's no men yeah. and they're still gonna fall in love, they're still gonna want relationships yeah. and you know yeah. all 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 the stuff that comes with that, they're still gonna have that need. So it makes sense that they yeah. would all be having relationships with each other. Um, yeah. but I just I just think it's interesting. I it just kinda of, like I was sort of reading it, I'm like, Oh wait a minute. I don't yeah. think I've ever heard that Diana's and ladies.
1: That's just new to me. Yeah, so I had to go back and reread it because I thought it was Diana talking about another girl. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, and then I was like, oh, wait, no, they're talking about her. So, yeah, but no, again, that's cool that, that again, is adding some things in there that have kind of been there, but not really. I would
0: really like them to play with us like in the future. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, I would really like that if she ends up in a female relationship with someone in the present yeah. day, down the line. Mm-hmm. and show that she can have feelings for women as well. It's not like something she just abandoned because she's now, oh, look, men. Oh, dicks are great. I'm never going back. Like, you know, it's yeah. not that. Well, it's... That's
1: that's why I always felt it so weird with her and Superman. Like, I get why they would be drawn to each other. But, I mean, she grew up on this island where there's a whole different concept of a relationship. Like, I can't just see her just settling down just for Superman, mm. you know? And... Yeah, so hopefully this clears up that type of stuff. And that would be cool. I mean, I loved when Simone was writing Secret Six. She had Scandal Savage and Knockout and their whole relationship play out over that run. And that was a lot of fun. And then when tragic stuff happens, and you see how it impacts one and the other. So, but yeah. I mean, yeah. Warfruck is Wonder Woman. He's killing it. Nicola Scott's art. Yeah, that looks fantastic. Great, yeah. The yeah, layouts, you know, I, I love it when they make it easy to read when you have, like, a double-page spread because sometimes you can't quite tell how to read if there's actually a split or not. Hmm. So the way that they put the captions, so you there's, like, a flow chart to read them. Yeah. I really I, appreciate that.
0: That's always the smart... That's one of the arts of, like, just comic book storytelling is, like, mm-hmm. making it really... If you want them to go in a weird order that you wouldn't normally read... You do it with yeah. the captions. You, you shoot all yeah. leaders around the page with those. Um, yeah. And yeah, they're, they're doing quite well with that. Obviously, we get the first tease of the lasso. Uh, yeah, that
1: was cool. And, and the whole her getting bit by the snake in the old tree.
0: Yeah, the old that, tree was cool. Yeah, I like that.
1: Um, but, you know, I bit her like on the hand that that's missing on the, the statue. And that's why the lady takes her over there to, to be like, oh, this is a sign of big things. You know, so I don't know if that was one of the gods choosing her. I don't know if that was a threat, you know, from that something was happening. But, you know, it was a nice, it was a cool thing to play with. Like, you know, clearly they believe in seers and prophecy. it's cool to see them bring that up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And even just the the, 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 the simple idea that when everyone's maybe looking up at the stars because they're doing astrology or whatever, and uh-huh. she's instead looking out because she's curious about the rest of the world. Yeah, uh, and it, it sets up that part of her character and mm-hmm. that she is going to be naturally curious so that when Steve does show up at the end and he crash lands that she has one that might stick up for him when
1: a lot of the others will presumably
0: be like I oh, should just kill him and throw him in the water <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> and that was, a, that was a thing that I got from these group of Amazons too is that they're they're very peaceful to live away from man's world if they don't hate man's world mm. like there's a when I forget her, her girl that she was talking with her friend from the astronomy class. Um, but as they're talking about what, what it meant for them to be Amazons and live on the island and why they left man's world, there wasn't that that thing of hate like there's been in previous writers when it comes to it. There's like, yo, it was a problem, we got away from it, we're gonna stay over here and let them, you know. And there's a whole line about giving up paradise to go back and join that world. Which is we call it Paradise Island, you know? Yeah. Oh, so, but yeah, we very good. That was the top book. That yeah, was good. I think so far since Rebirth, it's one of the ones I've liked the most out of um, everything.
0: I thought the Rebirth issue was sketchy, but mm-hmm. one and two have been solid. Yeah, great even. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so no, no, one of them was good. Uh, oh wait, hon, what's that sound? Oh, it's Connor. Coming from the Speed Force. What uh, it was I it was in here? It wasn't that we haven't seen before, but it was done excellently, mainly thanks to Nicholas Scott, who is far my favourite of the new Rebirth artists. Again, there's a word missing there. I read that uh, as he wrote it.
1: Uh, once again, <laughs> oh. C- Connor offers nothing to the conversation. Uh, and this is how I know we've already been doing this too long, is when we can all kind of line up a little bit You know, we kind of know each other's, you know, what we're going to say. Also, Connor was upset at this book a little bit because it took uh, Black Magic, a book that he was really, really high on Mm. from Rucka and Scott, and it's postponed it until they're done with this arc. So to hear that he was, you know, praising of this one means that he's come to terms with it finally. Yeah.
0: Hey, I mean, i, I just generally been aligned. they will just make it all the more fun and shocking when one of us is like, "What the fuck I are mean, you talking about, you idiot? You're wrong." Yeah, <laughs> this was terrible. or this yep. was great.
1: Whatever. Uh, yeah that, that that moment when you know one of us likes Redhead and the Outlaws. Oh, and, and we oh. can ban them.
0: <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> that, that'll just that'll just create the great rift of. Uh, uh, that'll be the red sky. it will be the craziest of the. <laughs> comics from the multiverse. For Christ. Alright, so that's Wonder Woman. That'll take us on to The Flash, issue two, by Joshua Williamson and Carmine D. Gian Domenico. Ah, just about. Just about. I stumbled a little bit. Uh, So yeah, Flash, issue two. Good stuff. I, uh, Flash being a teacher and having to train someone who's just got all these powers suddenly uh, was a lot of fun to read.
1: I thought it was a little weird because he jumped right into it. He yeah. was like, hey, watch! You can make tornadoes with your hands. Watch! You can vibrate through walls. Like,
0: well, I got, I got that as him being really excited though, because a lot of the uh, sort of narration from him throughout the book is that. You know, maybe like sending off Wally to be with the Titans was something that he kind yeah. of regrets because he doesn't have the partner anymore.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. he doesn't really know new Wally yet that much. Yeah. You know, they're, they're not close. So, like, and again, when uh, August says, "Oh, I'm the Flash's partner," he's like, "Oh, that sounds good." Like, you know, like it's yeah. So sort of the of the book. Yeah, I definitely
1: like the back half more than the front half because I just felt it was weird and like stilted, and you know, maybe could have been flushed out a little bit more. I mean, uh, You know, it's nothing to kill the book about it. it was just like, it it, it felt very Silver Agey, where it's like, "Oh, you got new powers? Let me show you what we can do."
0: I don't know. I I kind of liked that just because it yeah. was so fun and gleeful. You know, like yeah. it was just excited to do it. Uh, I
1: I do like that August knew that Flash was Barry, just like as soon as it and all started yeah. to piece together, he's a, and he's like, Barry, I'm a detective.
0: Yeah, it's I think like, it's what I do. yeah, because he gets powers from his struck by lightning. He's like, wait a minute, you were struck yeah. by lightning like several years ago. Yeah. Putting two and two together here. So, uh, yeah, I
1: definitely like that. And also Wally, since again we talked about it earlier with Venditti, I had stopped reading Flash before he had gotten powers. So I wasn't sure if he had powers because we know he becomes Kid Flash. Um, but here it looks like he wasn't in full control and then he gets struck by lightning at the end. So is that just gonna be the the, the you know, uh, Williamson's eraser? There we go. Well, this is where the powers come from officially.
0: Yeah, I mean maybe maybe he's gonna be like, oh, he, he like he he has a connection to the Speed Force, but it's not strong enough or something. You know, like gotcha. that. I, I can see it going sort of down that route. Um, yep. Iris is investigating the, the uh, that team of people who were robbing the
1: armored car last yeah. issue, um, and they got again a flash staple weapons that are designed specifically to take out flash
0: hmm yeah yeah
1: so that was a nice a nice touch and oh man what was their the doctor's name another new i mean i don't know if he's a great villain but it's cool to see new flash villains pop up yeah see it's such a cool rogues gallery so
0: yeah and he he kidnaps iris and of course uh barry speeds off and august I mean, I get that Barry, Barry can just make a new suit really quickly now because yeah. he's done it before, so he just does it at super speed. Mm-hmm. But I love that August had to in super speed like form an outfit.
1: See, but, I like to think he ran on the way there through the store, and this is what he grabbed. He
0: just threw to it just to, yeah.
1: goggles, you know, like a like a
0: welder's shirt. Yeah, he's got these yeah these sort of goggles thing. He's put some lightning bolts on his front, but it is mostly just sort of yeah. thrown together. Like, uh oh, yeah. put some gloves on and. Mm-hmm. This is that, mm. yeah. It and does... I
1: like too that that Williamson's clearly defining the Speed Force, mm. you know, like with the protective, the frictionless aura, you know, that prevents them, you know, from from hurting themselves if they fall and whatnot. So that's that's cool. So if you're a new reader of Flash, he's he's explaining what they can do and clearly showing the rules because I think when Godspeed shows up, it's gonna be someone that that actually breaks the rules. Yeah. Yeah,
0: he's he setting the ground here, because obviously when we heard the pitch for this first arc, mm-hmm. it was, a oh, Storm comes to uh, Central City and gives tons of people uh, mm-hmm. speed powers and Barry has to deal with that. And, of course, we've not really seen that yet. But then, oh. until the ending, of course, which is the cliffhanger that the Storm finally hits after they save virus Yeah. And uh really cool moment. Really, it feels really like foreboding. And we see yeah, Wally getting struck by lightning, random other people getting struck by lightning and, yeah, just chaos. So, yep. it's nice that we're finally getting to that. Of course, the art was great once again. Uh, we've been yeah. saying that every week, but it's it's really great. Um, I'm not sure when, uh, I'll just say Carmine, uh, when he's going to take his break. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So that, you know, because obviously double shipping, he can't possibly keep up with
1: this, can he? <laughs> like, who knows how long ago that they started? I mean, because they announced these teams back in... March, so they were already working on them then, and it's been four months, so
0: yeah. You know. Um, now I thought this was better than issue one. I think he's finding its feet as it goes, mm-hmm. getting stronger, so that's good. Um, well, speaking of speed forces, I can feel just a little bit of a, a ginger tingle uh coming in. Uh, Connor said, best issue of Flash yet, starting to really enjoy the supporting cast, and Barry as a teacher is great. There you go, yeah. That's a good point. Actually, supporting cast has really come together. We've got August, we've got Iris, got New Wally, this new villain, and even he's a he's a little CSI lady that's uh, working with him. I yep. can't remember her name, but yeah, like, we're getting a sense of all these characters. Yep.
1: That's Director's what you're
0: saying. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, head of police, uh, mm-hmm. and that, that's one of the things that we said we're missing from New Fifty Two. is a lot of books just didn't really have supporting cast, so it's really nice to yep. see that that develop. Yep. All right, so that's uh, The Flash. That'll take us on to Action Comics 959, written by Dan Jurgens, art by Tyler Kirkham. Uh, That is a different artist from the last two issues, which I think was noticeable. But I did like the art. I thought it was strong. Yeah,
1: usually I haven't liked what Tyler Kirkham's put out, but this was, I think, the strongest stuff I've seen out of him. And had I known, he was at the con I was just at last month. Had I known, you know, because I don't stay up to date with the previews, like you guys do, the solicits. So, had I known he was coming, I would have went and talked to him, I mean, you know?
0: Yeah, even though I do look at the solicits and sort of keep track, like, with, with artists changing this frequently and, like, I don't remember all the names. Like, I, 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 if you'd asked me last week who was replacing the last artist, I wouldn't have been able to tell you.
1: Yeah, uh, but had I known, because it looked really good. I liked, uh, I liked the good majority of it, even his Doomsday, and that's a character that I hate and yeah. I think looks stupid. But here it looked fine.
0: Nah, it looked good. Uh, so, there were some complaints from some people that the first few pages were recapping Death of Superman once again. Uh, however, uh, this was from Lois' perspective. It started with Lois narrating, which I thought for me uh, made it worthwhile doing because it went straight into sort of her trying to protect John from it. Yep. So, I think from her, from her character's perspective, it actually aided where she was at right now.
1: Right, because she went through it too. It's not just Clark. Yeah. And so you get you know, him, what he went through fighting Doomsday, and then here you get what she went through watching the person she loves fight Doomsday. And now it's happening all over again. And it didn't spend that much time doing that. We would really visit Lois throughout the issue. But it was still, I think you had said online in the group, it was like a, a massive action scene. Like this whole... Arc so far. Yeah, basically, a, since,
0: since the end of the first issue through at least the end of this one, presumably the next one as well, to be honest, <laughs> with the way things are looking, yeah. it's like all action uh, of one giant fight, but there's so much sort of emotion and like, like, past, like, like, infused into everything that's going on, and, uh, and it cut away to John and Lois really kind of as the heart of what's going on right now. Yep. And John being worried and like insisting that he sees what's going on, and uh, you know, I I want to say, and he, he says like, so Dad fought him before, and he's, she's like, he did. Um, did you see yeah. it? Were you there? I was. You know, like just I, I like their interplay between them, yep. and, and how she's talking to him, uh, yeah. to get through this. Uh, meanwhile, of course, we have uh, this mysterious Clark doppelganger, uh, yeah, kicking about talking to Jimmy. Lex get wrecked at the end of the last issue. It seems, yeah. uh, So Superman takes the fight to Doomsday. And really, like, he knows he can't fight him like he did before, and this is what makes the fight interesting to me compared to what yep. it would just be if it was just oh, he's fighting Doomsday again. He's like, Right, I did this last time, I can't do that because that killed me, right. right? So, I need to think of other ways, I need to think of this, I need to think of that. And he takes him underground, and we said last time that Doomsday employ new tactics as well, it's quite interesting. And one thing that really stuck out to me in this one with uh, Superman's narration is that he's like, this isn't their version of Doomsday. This isn't, you know, he's basically saying this isn't the new 52 version of Doomsday. This is my Doomsday. This is the one I thought. How is he here? How can he be here? So that's interesting as well. Like, who put Mm -hmm. him here? Was this, was this Mr. Oz who put him here to test him? Because Mr. Oz, we've seen, we think it's Mr. Oz anyway. He's
1: mysteriously watching him. If so, he has no accountability for human life.
0: Yeah, apparently. Like aye.
1: shopping that monster in the middle of Metropolis again. Well, well, if Mr.
0: Oz is is who we think it is, then that's that that makes sense because Yeah,
1: I like his MO. But yeah. you know, but st- but still I get that that character doing that before. Here it's kinda like, well
0: you
1: know <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Come on. But no, I do like that, and I like that it is Clark trying to think you know, to, to protect everybody in the city and not just have a slug out with him like he did last time. Because that's not... For all the crap that Superman gets for being boring, I love it when he... There's a, a thing that he can't punch, you know? Hmm. And that's like with Doomsday. Yeah, he could, but what good is it going to do? You know, he has to use his other abilities here in critical thinking to get through this.
0: Yeah, um, and... Lex is a complete dick he shows up He get, he's basically he's beaten and battered but he, he gets like a recharge from the mother box and shows up brand new yeah. um, <laughs> cheating bastard uh, yeah. and that's what he does he, he gets a doppelganger Clark out of harm's way because he was in a yeah he was in a rough place and then he's evacuating people on a bus and all sorts and Clark or Superman uh, basically lets uh, Doomsday have it with his heat vision and this is when Doomsday does something very interesting Doomsday does something smart. That mm-hmm. Up until this point, we think Doomsday is just this big idiot, just yep. is programmed to fight, can't do anything else. But while Superman's blasting with heat vision, Doomsday breaks a gas line next to him because underground at this point, and mm-hmm. Superman's heat vision ignites it and causes a giant explosion that would make Zack Snyder proud. Uh-
1: <laughs> yeah, but see, unlike Zack Snyder, I felt emotion for this because it wasn't just an empty. Oh, of course, yeah.
0: Yeah, so... That's, also, he didn't do it intentionally. This is this is Doomsday yeah. using Superman's powers against him, and it's kind of like, a big deal. Because mm-hmm. we, we get to that next page, and there's just this giant crater, and Superman's just sort of lying in the middle of it. Yeah. And everyone just looks shocked. Uh, Mr. Oz looks disappointed as well. And uh, Doomsday comes after uh, Doppelganger Clark, and that's how we end for the next issue. Uh, and mm-hmm. it teases that the next issue is going to have Wonder Woman in it. So we'll see how that pans out. Maybe Wonder yeah. Woman sees what's going on, comes in to help. Um, but yeah, Superman uh, oofed. But no, I- I'm having fun with this. I-, I think for all the complaints, and this is never at the top of my list of books when we rank them each week. Mm-hmm. But I think it's been solid and dependable. I think the art was good this week. I think it's still fun and exciting. And I think the inner monologues of both Clark and Lois. Uh, as this fight goes through and them tackling it in a new way from like all the experience they've gained since then uh not only not only is it interesting just from a okay this is how we have to tackle it differently but it's interesting in a it really gives us this idea of all the history and continuity that is possibly missing elsewhere in dc Mm -hmm. because of new 52 like erasing things and whatever else until we get things back possibly through uh fixing what manhattan's been fucking with so yeah no, no i enjoyed it i like it's, it's the weaker of the two superman books but if this is the weak one then we're in a fucking great place right now well so no action action good uh oh wait did you hear that i hear it i hear speed force um so connor says action was fun still enjoying the ship stuff lois and john was the best part I would agree I, I agree with that, except for the fact that I really like the ending. You know, like, I, th- I think that Doomsday using his smarts to cause that explosion is actually really interesting yep. and exciting to me, but I agree up until that point, the, the Lois and uh, John stuff was the, the best part. Uh, Human Clark remains interesting, just waiting to see more on it still, though. That's a really bad sentence, Connor, go back to <laughs> the English class. Um... <laughs> Not that I think people should be judged for the way they type on Facebook Messenger, but there's a few things I will not allow. Gotcha. Uh, there and there, you know, the the two different versions well, of
1: there, there and there.
0: Yeah, all, all three. Yeah, good point. It tends to be two that they fuck up with the the third one tends to be left on its own. Yeah, but whatever. Uh, well, <laughs> no, not...
1: all you have to do is if it if it's they are, just put it in the sentence, and if it doesn't make sense, don't use it. It's not hard. Yeah. people just edit remember, yourselves or just remember the Say right it.
0: one like I do <laughs> but yeah, yeah. That, that's not going into a tangent of grammar Pete
1: can do it you can do it
0: yeah exactly uh, so that's Action Comics let's move on to the final book of the week and that is Detective Comics 936 by James Tenney in the fourth and Alvaro Martinez uh, so art shift on Detective as well similar to Action makes sense they're both shifting at the same times yep uh, so I, I I'm guessing they're doing two issues and swapping around. Those are more than two artists. I'm not sure, but
1: yeah. Whatever they're gonna do to keep it on time, to keep it up. Yeah, art was still good though.
0: Again, it was a shift that didn't. Because obviously Eddie Barrows, who was doing the art for the last two issues, was really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I didn't feel like a dip here. It felt like it was still, mm-hmm. um, uh, really good stand-up stuff. And uh, I love this issue. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll get right full to it. Full of
1: some, uh, full of some nice twists and turns.
0: Full of twists and turns. Great character stuff for Kate Kane, mm-hmm. uh, which is good. But the story in itself, and I know something that must have excited you, Matt, is the line they beat Batman. That must have had you cheering. And, and this
1: is, well, not not exactly, because I don't know who this threat is. Like <laughs> if it's. <laughs> That's the, the the I don't want to call them the the League of Shadows then it's different or the League of assassins you know but yeah no that's good though it, it shows that Batman's not invincible yeah it, you know? it, sh-
0: it shows that he isn't completely impossible like to, to take down uh, you know, it's, it's essentially an army. So, what, what I would have loved, though, just to give him a bit of a badass moment, is just, like, a line about how many he took down before they managed to... Yeah. You know, like, how, how many of the soldiers did Batman knock the fuck out before yeah. he managed to, like, tackle him and take him down? Uh, But, no, that was really cool, and I think that's really interesting from plot stuff. Like, I think it's such a cool plot for this team book. We are setting up this team of Bat family characters. Like, mm-hmm. well, what is their big first test? What is the thing that brings them together and makes them a proper team? Someone took out Batman, and they have to save him. Yep. They have to stop the villains who yep. took out Batman. That is like, perfect.
1: Yep. And it's a new villain. It's not that That's people... Well, are we going to burn who it is yeah, we right can, now? Yeah,
0: obviously, the twist the issue is that it's yeah. uh, Kate's father, Jacob Kane, who is heading yep. this uh, army of uh, Bat-inspired soldiers.
1: Yep. So he's corrupting the symbol of the Bat, which is always a good trope. In, yeah. in Batman comics and uh, I was going to say it's someone that they're not familiar with but Kate very much knows who her dad is
0: oh yeah and it's funny because uh, last issue one of, I mean I really liked the last issue but one of my slight complaints was there was a scene between her and her father where he talked about how the Wayans were that' all- of not filth, but you know, he was like, can talk about the Waynes yeah. and how they'll always be this. They'll always be. They'll mm-hmm. never have the values that the Canes doing and all that. And I said at right. the time, I'm not sure what the point of that scene was other than just to show well. their differences. And now I'm like, okay, right, in retrospect, fair, yeah. fair play, right? Fair play. It set this up quite nicely. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, we should briefly mention at least that Kate had a nice conversation with uh, Montoya at the uh, yeah. start of the. In the
1: beginning, the show. in Montoya, in in great Montoya fashion, she's kind of like, I oh, ain't got time for this. You, you know yeah. what you want to do.
0: But so, that, again, it's, it's nice to have that history there. Yeah. This, this book's been pay, well, paying very, very nice, like respect to the history of all these characters. So it's just another example. of that. Yeah.
1: And again, I say that as someone that has, that knows the history between Kate and Renee, but even if you didn't, you kind of get their relationship right here. It's done in a page. And yeah. you know when when Renee leaves, you're you're you know
0: what she's about. Um, so so yeah. So going back to the scene where they're talking about how Batman get beat and like uh, Kate and Tim are watching it. I really love this scene because they're sort of like they're almost like they do this thing where they're almost in silhouette as the screens behind them mm-hmm. and like the, the lighting like lens flares and all that are gone off. as it, you know? And I like that because it's like they're engulfed by this impossible situation. It's got like a yep. really nice artistic touch, and even from a character point, I loved it. Tim's like, "Well, this is what Batman would do." Like, and he's like, well, "What should we do?" And he's like, "Well, Batman wouldn't want us to do this. Batman would do it this way. He would, you know, and all that." And yep. then and there's this great page where it, the panels go into the sort of the panels of the giant screen they're watching. Yeah. As they're having the conversation, and basically she ends with saying Batman wouldn't want to do set off the alarm or do any of this or let anyone know that. And that's what you want to keep it private and controlled. And Tim says, nice. so what, what, what do you want to do? And she says, we need to make some calls. She does the yep. exact opposite thing that Batman would do. Yep. Uh, first of all, this is a really fun page as well. Actually. I love uh, Stephanie waking up from the, the phone call <laughs> and saying, spoiler <laughs> needs sleep. <laughs> yep.
1: Spoiler needs sleep. And then even when she walks in, she's giving lip. Yeah. She's like, I was just here five hours ago. Yeah, it's Aww. it's
0: great stuff. And then we get a silent page for the silent character of Orphan, Cassandra Kane, oh. uh, you know, doing our grappling throughout the city in the rain. Fantastic looking page. And she notices the planes and she like, okay, something's up. She puts the mask on, she's gearing up to go. Everyone else mm-hmm. gets to the Belfry and are informed of the situation. And Kate brings in her father <laughs> as a consultant. Oh dear. That was a bad idea. <sighs> And yep. he monologues and uh, reveals what's going on that he's got this army trained basically, and but throughout all this, again, this is like giving these characters the respect they deserve. We get a badass mm-hmm. scene on the roof of Cassandra Kane taking out some of these soldiers. The team that took down Batman, she's yeah. like ripping through and like giving them a new one. She's well, because when he
1: asks, because there's like a roll call. And he goes well where's the the mute girl that's a better fighter than batman Mm. and that's that's how he knows her yeah so you know and she does take a bunch of them out like she's not going down and it takes them blasting her which i got worried for a minute you know like oh man they're playing for keeps
0: yeah and then uh, it just
1: starts so
0: and it's a beautiful page of her fighting them in the rain, really gorgeous, mostly silent, but I love that she's not uttered a single word in all of this book. I mean, it's only been three issues, admittedly, but she's not uttered a single word, and then when one of them says surrender, she says one thing. She says, no. no." Yeah. And then
1: goes to work. That is so badass. Yep. (laughs) It's so badass. This is a throwback, again, to use that term, to the Batman comics I I did like to read. Back at the the mid-part, uh, of the last decade, so you know Batman's a flawed character, and his sidekicks and partners are trying to piece it together, and now it's the hunt for Batman.
0: Yeah, but I remember, I'm going to flip this on you and say that Batman is the greatest genius who ever lived because he put this team together because he knew a threat was getting serious. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like this was self-preservation a weird way he put trust yeah. in people around him, which is oh, and
1: that's a much different Batman than we got. In Snyder's run, who didn't trust anybody, and that's what Death of the Family was all about, and and then Endgame and and whatnot. So
0: yeah, I I agree. Um, And you know, I mean, obviously, we never really suspect that Kate's going to go with her father, but her father's convinced that you know she's going to come with them. As you said, Orphan gets taken out after being a complete badass, Uh, and then they pull a We Are Group with Clayface, who forms a giant ball. And they yeah. open a trap door and uh, they escape, and that's the end of the issue. My god, what a fantastic issue! I was, yeah, I was pretty, involved with this. Uh, it gave so many of the characters great moments, good character stuff for Kate and Tim.
1: And, and Tim, like, um, Kate's dad showing Tim that he's not that great, like knocking him down a peg mm, yeah. with the computer stuff, yeah, because he, he looks down on all of them, like, this is like.
0: Like yeah. in a weird way, like all the way back to like elegy when we first really like knew of Kate, Kate's dad and his like militant yep. way of like running the operation. In a weird way this has been perfectly set
1: up the entire time that he will one yep. to be a villain. Like this this yep. actually
0: completely makes sense. Like this This is
1: the best thing I've ever read out of Tinian. And granted I haven't read that much from him, but like I've read his Redhead and the Outlaws and I read part of his Talon book. This is more befitting of Yeah. Uh, his talents,
0: I think. I, th- I think he I think was. he said at the WonderCon event that this is the book that he's been wanting to write for years. Like this is something he's oh. always had in his head. And it's like I feel it. I feel the love. I feel the like as, the as weird as it
1: sounds, because he's one of Snyder's guys though, that feels very Johnzian in the way that he's setting up because he's taking stuff from the past and shining a light on it, whether it's Cassandra Kane or or spoiler. Ho- and, hopefully
0: this is him coming into his own and maybe a through experience, but maybe it was also because he's finally getting to play properly with a lot of things whereas yeah. before he was getting given the odd annual of Batman, he would have been given maybe, you know, uh one of the writers on the weekly series, he was, you know, given Talon. But this is yeah. he, he got the keys to the kingdom here, basically. And, and and he
1: proved he can handle it, so Yeah, I am so
0: fucking in love with this series right now. <laughs> uh that that this and Superman are like battling for just and it's a great battle to mm-hmm. watch because it's just them trying to outdo each other um, yeah like i'd probably still say superman's the best book of rebirth so far but had had this came out the same week as last week's issue of superman i would be struggling to pick <laughs> like what the favorite was
1: yeah well, luckily they they weren't so we didn't have to yeah it's kind of watch kinda, your brain melt it's
0: kind of it's kind of nice at least for me that the two best books are alternating between weeks. Huh? Uh, that's actually a really nice little touch. Uh, so, huh? I guess with that, oh wait on, Speed Force, I can feel it. Uh, the ginger is once again uh, honing in from afar. Uh, I'll read this just word for word because he's, <laughs> he's winning. Tech, more of the same techie goodness. Yeah, that's, that's what I said, Techie goodness. Uh, Art has changed; did hinder it at all. It continues to be a fun team. But the villain reveal makes perfect sense for this book. I like that it gives a personal connection to the team, especially as the best part of the book is its personal relationships. Anyway, yeah, yeah, pretty much what we were saying, uh, with maybe a bit more emphasis on the, the personal villain, which uh, is a good point. So, mm-hmm. um, that's the books this week, man. What a fun episode because we had so much, such a wide variety of books and lots yeah. of news to do, and no Connor, just to, as the icing on the cake um he'll be back next week though so don't worry you won't have to go away from your ginger fix for long um by the way Matt did you know that in September in the UK there's going to be ginger pride day
1: oh great they'll all be in one place for you guys so do what you need to (laughs) that was a fucking dark (laughs) sentence (laughs) Jesus Christ no one suspects the Spanish Inquisition
0: oh uh they're having like a a a pride march or whatever in London uh the whole thing's a bit of a mockery, quite frankly. I,
1: I hope, I hope so. I hope you guys, unlike here, would become a legit thing, and people would be making hashtags about it. I definitely hope that they have a sense of humor about it.
0: Oh, I'm sure they will, and I, I'm sure there'll be hashtags. But I'm sure every hashtag will be yeah. followed by a joke, uh, pointing out the absurdity of the situation. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, that's, how that's... are they gonna
1: find a, sh- a shade structure that much or that big? <laughs> what
0: well, you think because well, regular fries just the, the colors of the rainbow almost they're, they're, they're going to have like just red, red orange red and white uh, a yeah. little, little less orange a little
1: less orange almost yellow <laughs> yeah. and that's okay I can say this stuff because I'm like a quarter ginger so you know
0: I don't care I'll make fun I, I will pay respect <laughs> I, I will pay respect to every minority on earth I'm I so I, I believe in complete equality I say that with a complete, honest and open heart, but I will never give up ginger jokes. Right? I'm telling you now. This world would be a much better and happier place if everyone just agreed to make fun of gingers and let everything else go. Oh, man. I promise you. And Connor would agree with that. Would he? He would. Okay. Maybe not, because gingers don't have souls, but... uh, (laughs) Yeah. All right, uh... Ratings or rankings or yeah. whatever we do uh, here. Uh, speaking of which, we'll start with Connors since he's not here and he did give yeah. me his ranking. He uh, put Nightwing at number one. Mm-hmm. He then had Detective Comics, then Wonder Woman, and then Flash, and then Action Comics, and then New Superman, and then of course in the last place Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern yes. Corps, as you would probably expect. I, I'll I'll go next. Um, okay. I've got Detective Comics at number one, and I hate that I've just been swapping between Superman and Detective Comics th- so yeah. far. Uh, but you know what? Nothing's dethroned them yet for me, so you know what? Challenges are welcome. Um, after Detective, I'm going to go with Flash. I really like Flash. Um, okay. This week. And then I will probably go with Nightwing. And then mm-hmm. I'll go with Wonder Woman. And then I'll go with Action. And then I'll go with New Superman and then in last place, obviously Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern core. Um wow. and honestly though, like after like Hal Jordan though, like like New Superman up is all pretty gravy. Yeah. Really. You know, so it's yeah. even though it sounds like New Superman's quite low, because I don't have the same attachment to the characters I did the other ones, that was a really good book. Mm-hmm. So help me, Matt.
1: Alright, so in my number one spot is Wonder Woman. I just loved this issue. No. Nah. And, and then Nightwing, another one. And then Detective, all right? So you ready? And then The Flash. All right. And then Action. All right. New Superman and Hal Jordan. Interestingly, our bottom three were all the same, but
0: I think this might be the first week where all three of us had a different number one pick. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and we're getting to that point where we're just going to do, like, top uh, threes or fives and then a, a bottom place because we're getting, yeah. you know too many books because i think there was seven this week next week's eight and then you know and then as obviously as the weeks go on, we'll be adding a few more each week um but that just leaves one last thing to do and that is to tell you what is coming next week so new books next week we have batgirl and the birds of prey rebirth issue one which i'm looking forward to not as much as batgirl on its own but um, yeah still definitely looking forward to it the preview came out today and i had a quick glance at it and it looks looks good. Um, also new next week is the Hellblazer issue 1.
1: Surprisingly- oh, there's the one I missed. I mm-hmm. could only find 7, but that's because I keep forgetting Hellblazer.
0: Yeah, so. well, interestingly, that's not a rebirth issue, unless I've just not written it down properly. But
1: No, it is. It says Hellblazer rebirth oh,
0: okay. Well, in that case, uh, ignore me then. It's a rebirth issue. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, of course, on top of those two new ones, we have Aquaman issue 3, Batman issue 3, Green Arrow issue 3, Green Lanterns issue 3, Justice League issue one and Superman issue three, so uh, it should be a fun time next week.
1: Yep.
0: So yeah, that, that, that neatly wraps us up. Um, I, I think. Yep. Yeah, I think that's good. I think we can end it here. <laughs> uh, we can we can move on with our life. Uh, if you're on the video version, you'll see that in Connor's box, I've put Mailfuzz movies and that's box and that's just to let you know that if you're on youtube uh, we do have two channels the other channels for all the movie stuff we do we have the regular movie reviews and we also have a dedicated horror movie show that i do with uh, our boy tim vargulish um yep. but yeah so that's that's the start of the plugs but of course let us know what you thought of the books um in the comments below if you're on youtube or you can tweet at us at mail underscore fuzz uh, email us mailfuzz at gmail.com in fact you could actually send suggestions for what you want us to do, maybe, for the next fifth week. At the end of August, there's another fifth week where we're not quite decided yet what we're going to be doing for that episode. So, if you have any suggestions or anything you'd want us to talk about or cover, um, let us know. We might not be able to, maybe something we've not read, or it might be like a phase that we weren't around during, or whatever, but you know, no harm in suggesting things. So, uh, yeah. That That helps it a lot. Uh, You can follow us all individually on Twitter, they're all on the screen. But if you're on the audio, uh, I'm at Webble89, Matt's at MattOfSteel57, Connor's at ConnorRyan94. Go and let him know he's awful for skipping out on this just so you can go to your Star Wars thing. And (laughs) uh, yeah, that's that. Um, What else am I forgetting? Other shows. Yeah, well, I already did all the movie stuff. Uh, Almost cancelled TV reviews. We do that all all, all over the time on YouTube and weekly on the podcast services. So check that out. And I think that's everything. Is that everything, Matt? Did, did, I, did I
1: leave it Sounds Sounds good enough to me. Cool, cool.
0: The episode's run a little bit long, that's why I sped through that, kind of a my without letting you uh, jump in. So, um, about yeah, So that's uh, Counts from the Multiverse. Episode 8. Can you believe we're 8 episodes in already? And... Yeah. Uh, the excitement has not gone at least not from not from me anyway <laughs> nor from me either um, who knows what that soulless ginger's thinking thanks very much for watching right watch. now it's probably
1: about finding Daisy Ridley
0: <laughs> yeah probably he's uh, on the hunt probably he's, she should really have a restraining order against him that's, but that's not a Um yeah uh, thanks very much for watching and listening guys uh, let us know what you think as I said before we always like to hear and um yeah keep reading comics, we'll see you next week and always remember to never get lost in the Speed Force.
1: Long live the Legion.